I'm at the point of having to change that cell phone contract and nobody has actually given me advice. Jonathan Dugut, do you have any advice for me to uh, what I need to do? I need to hang on to my um, my iPhone. Do I just go for a bigger, better iPhone or do I change to anything else? Maybe Samsung, Huawei. I see that Huawei has got some fantastic deals out. 0214460567, whatever you fancy and whatever you, if you're a tech guru out there, please advise me because, I mean, you know, these days a cell phone is just not a phone. I think we we run away with the idea that a cell phone is just a phone. Uh, it's actually much more than that. You can actually watch Netflix on your phone. You can actually watch Showmax on your phone and a lot of other things on the phone. And that's why Kevin Creedman is here. He's the founder at Africa Film. Uh, Kevin, a very good evening to you and welcome again to Cape Talk. Thanks, Sam. Getting outside and hiking is a good idea, but, um, you know, relaxing on the couch sort of wrapped up in a blanket is what uh, I prefer to do when it's raining like this, especially in winter. And if this is something that you want to do, but are not sure what to watch, um, and, and, and I'm one of those people, Kevin, uh, if something is totally not interesting, I fall asleep within the next, the first 10 minutes of a movie. <laughs> So, I, so I've been actually binging on something called Strong. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I haven't. Tell me about it. One of, well, it's one of those, uh, you know, there are teams. Um, you've got a trainer and a trainee. It's one of those physical fitness things. And then there's elim- elimination rounds and stuff like that. And it's actually quite nice um, because I, I just, uh, first of all, I don't fall asleep. And it was actually quite interesting. <laughs> it, it's interesting when you've got these kind of things like Big Brother and these kind of games. Um where you see people strategize and they have to work together as teams, but you also see people um, playing a game, you know, and at the end of the day, it's about the $500,000 that you're going to be winning in this particular game. And you need to play that game strategically to actually get to the end of that game. Uh, the, the other one I was watching is Floor is Lava, you know, one of those silly things where yeah, you're falling. Yeah, everyone's childhood memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, we start off with uh, Showmax, and it's uh, the one we start off with is Black Klansman, um, uh, Kevin. So tell us about that one. Cool. Well, I've got three crime recommendations this week and this is at the top of it there's been a lot of buzz about spike Lee's to five blood which just came onto netflix and people have strong opinions about both ways but showmax has also just launched black Klansman, which won spike lee his um, only grand prix at can it won him his only oscar for best screenplay last year and it was just named number three on rotten tomatoes new list of the best black movies of the 21st century so it comes with high praise and it's based on a bizarre true story. Um, John David Washington, who you'll recognize from Ballers and his Denzel Washington's son, plays Ron Stahl, and it's based on a memoir that he wrote. So you've got to love this guy. It's the 70s in America, and he's the first African-American cop to join the Colorado Springs Police Force. So you know that's never going to be simple. But then this guy decides he's going to go one better and go undercover to infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan um, he does all the talking on the phone himself. He even makes friends with David Duke, who's the Grand Wizard of the KKK. And then he gets this white Jewish cop as a stand-in for the face-to-face work. Um, his partner's played by Adam Driver um, from Star Wars. He was Kylo Ren and Girls and Marriage Story. Um, and he got an Oscar nomination for this. And as you can imagine from that setup, it all gets very absurd and very funny, but it's also just really 
it's a scary cop movie, not just because you know it's going to end really badly if a black guy and a Jewish guy get caught by the KKK, <laughs> but also because the language used by the clan or the organization, as they call themselves in this, it's taken straight out of Trump-era America. So it really feels awkwardly close to home. Um, Spike Lee released this just after the um, Unite the Right White Supremacist Rally in Charlottesville in 2017, um, which he features at the end of the film, but it sadly is still clearly very relevant now in light of Black Lives Matter and what's happening in the States. So it's really Spike Lee at his best and Jordan Peele, who made Us and Get Out producers, and I thoroughly recommend it. Let's take a listen to Black Klansman on Showmax. There's never been a black cop in this city. We think you might be the man to open things up around here. Hello, this is Ron Stallworth calling. Who am I speaking with? This is David Duke, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That David Duke? God. Last time I checked. What can I do you for? Well, since you asked, I hate blacks. I hate Jews, Mexicans and Irish, Italians and Chinese. But my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those black rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. The KKK is planning an attack. How do you propose to make this investigation? We'll establish contact over the phone. That's a bit of a sound bite there for you from uh, Showmax's Black Klansman. We're chatting to Kevin Creedman and what you can be binging on. Kevin, uh, the next one is something on Netflix. Yes, um, I might be saying this all wrong, but it's called Jiri Haji, which is Japanese for duty shame. Um, and they announced the BAFTA nominations at the start of the month. The BAFTAs are like the Emmys for the British TV. Um, and this was up for as one of four best drama picks with Gentleman Jack, which is on Showmax, and The Crown and the End of the Effing World, which is on Netflix. And it was also up for five more awards, including Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor and Best Casting. Um, and it's at number seven on Rotten Tomatoes' list of the best TV of 2020 so far with a 100% critics rating. So again, lots of acclaim for this one. It's about a Japanese cop who's sent to London to track down his brother, who is the prime suspect in a murder that's kicked off a Yakuza gang war in Tokyo. So he's caught between his duty as a cop to catch his brother and end the war and his duty to his family to keep his brother safe. Um, I didn't recognize many of the cast. Um, Kelly McDonald, who was in Trainspotting and Boardwalk Empire, is probably the biggest name here. And the Yakuza gang leader is the cellist from Departures, which is a Japanese film that won an, up the Oscar for Best Foreign Film. But despite not knowing everyone, they're all excellent in this. Um, for my money, Brits make the best crime shows, whether it's Sherlock and Luther or stuff like Board Church and Happy Valley, um, largely because they just create such real human characters and make it all so believable. And this is up there with the best of them, in my opinion, um, with a really nice mm. Japanese flavor, which is just something that I haven't seen a lot of personally. Um, and it's by the same producers who made Chernobyl, so they really threw everything at it, and, and you see it on the screen. It's, it's a quality production all the way through. So if you're not going to be put off by subtitles for about half the show, it's half English, half Japanese, then I would definitely recommend this as your next crime binge. I'm going to go with you said, Jiri Haji, um, on Netflix. Let's take a listen to a bit of a soundbite from that particular film. 
I'm looking for my brother. They told me he has said something terrible. I'm here to take him home. I think you know the man in the mugshot. Is Kenzo in trouble? Not my place to say. A lot of drama, though. We're not bad people. We just did bad things. Every decision we make can affect everyone around us. An original BBC drama. Mm. The the other thing that uh, last time I spoke to you about, and I eventually found uh, one of these, I think, on um, Showmax was the Studio Gilby um, animation, the Japanese animation. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was it was so amazing. It was really, really amazing. Uh, moving on from that, um, we're chatting to Kevin Creedman, who is the founder at Africa Film and uh, reviewing and binge clubbing uh, a few things this evening. Prime Video has got to blow the man down. Yes, I probably had this one overhyped. Um, it's the top-ranked TV movie of the year in Rotten Tomatoes, where it's got a 99% critics rating and it's number 10 on their top TV of the year so far overall. Um, it also won Best Screenplay at Tribeca, which is one of the bigger American festivals. And I, I, I'm not sure it lives up to that level of hype, but if you stumble on it, it's very good. It's just more of a small, gentle indie film kind of a way good. Um, so it's about two sisters who are reunited in a small fishing village by the death of their mother. And then the one sister kills a dodgy guy. It's not quite self-defense. It's not quite a murder. And they try to cover it up. Um, and pretty soon they're finding out secrets about the village, about their mother, even as they're trying to keep their secrets of their own. Um, it's been described as Fargo with lobsters, which gives you some idea of the tone if you saw Fargo. Um, and it's similarly full of great characters. I kind of especially enjoyed the gender reversal where the characters who run this fishing village, who keep its secrets and make its threats are all grannies. Um, Margot Martindale, who runs the brothel in the town at mm. um, 68 in real life. Um, and the, one of the other grannies who kind of is a little bit more moralistic. Right? Kevin Creedman, the founder of uh, Africa.film. And uh, that brings us to the end of this and time for the news at nine o'clock.